Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 238. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Of course, this is our weekend review show, and uh, I guess, you know what, pretty much it's going to be mostly a review of... Uh, the most recent episode, which was Dr. Linus. Because it was better. Because it was a ton better. And I think people don't want to hear me go on and on about how I feel about sundown anymore. Not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Stephanie, to be honest with you, I think I only have one audio feedback for sundown yeah. altogether. Okay. That's unheard of. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was it was awesome. Anyway, before we get started, I have... A little promo to play. Yes, you do. Are you ready for this, uh-huh. folks? Here we go. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. There you go. And, of course, you can register today at gspn.tv forward slash lost party. Yes, you can. I am so excited. By the way, folks, I have sitting right next to me here at my desk, right next to the uh, mixing board here in our studio, the contracts to sign with the hotel. Uh, It's pretty much a done deal. I've already made the decision. I just need to physically sign them. Uh, Monday morning and fax them over and I am happy to say that uh, all is well. Uh, We went in on Tuesday morning, Stephanie, my friend DG and I, we actually tested everything out. It all works great and we are ready to go. So, and by the way, I just saw today, who was that? That was um, Tim Wagner uh, signed up today. And in fact, I think we have a total of 22 people who are already registered for the party so uh, if you are thinking about it please head over to gspn.tv forward slash lost party yes do all right and uh, stephanie we are going we've got a lot of audio clips this week and i just want to say i have uh, shared this with you and and i'm going to say a pretty bold statement and you know this doesn't this kind of statement that i'm about ready to say does not come easily okay but Hands down, without a single question or a single doubt in my mind, Dr. Linus is by far my favorite all-time episode of Lost. Yeah, it was a fantastic episode. 
But I'm I, saying... I think that it's... Well, and, you know, I understand what you're saying. I, I heard you. And um, I, I told you the other day, I, this is what Lost is all about. And I feel bad as a viewer because I've placed this expectation on them to deve- to deliver episodes this fantastic from here on out. Right. You know, there can be no more sundown episodes, that which... I liked, but wasn't fantastic. Yes. And um, in my opinion, huh, there you go. I'll, I'll say that in my opinion. Um, and so I, I'm I'm holding them to that, to that very high expectation that every episode from here on out has to deliver a fantastic episode. But you have to give credit where credit is due. And this episode was so fantastic because of Michael Emerson. I would say it was great because of Michael Emerson, but I'm going to tell you right now, Michael Emerson and Ben's storyline has nothing to do with why this is my favorite episode. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm I'll just hear you saying out. he was fantastic. He was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was just, we saw a completely different side of Ben and I just, I don't know. You know how you get, okay, you've been driving me rather crazy have i bothered you you've been yes are you bothered (laughs) Uh, quite stephanie is bothered.com which will be on a whole nother podcast that (laughs) i don't know which i don't know where i'll share that at but it'll come yes um i I can't go into details about that here (laughs) yeah and but anyway you have been bothering me this week um with this new pen this new smart pen oh yes piece of technology that you have got toy yes because you're passionate about it. I am passionate about my pen. You are. It's it's a, it's obnoxious and annoying. But when you watch episodes like Dr. Linus, you can see that Michael Emerson is passionate about what he does. Yes. And that was the whole point I was trying to make with your pen. Yeah. Nice. Was that, I mean, you can You just, just wanted to say, I was bothering you. I did. I just wanted to say that you bother me. And, um... But no, I just wanted to say that Michael Emerson, is, I mean, his passion is contagious. Right. And um, it, it's just awesome. Anyway. They're in the chat room. They're asking, what does my pen do? And <laughs> What doesn't his pen do? <laughs> no doubt. There's a you link know? to my pen right there in the chat room. GSPN.TV forward slash live scribe. L-I-V-E-S-C-R-I-B-E. Mm-hmm. His pen does everything, but um, his dishes make his dinner and his laundry. Exactly. But I'm sure that they'll be creating an app for that. <laughs> anyway. Let me know as soon as they do. I will. I will. So, uh, yeah. So are, do you, now, did you know that this was my favorite episode of all time, but had nothing to do with Ben Linus, uh, had nothing to do with Michael Emerson whatsoever? So, I don't understand how it can be your favorite episode. Of all time. Of, of all- any episode of Lost. And not have anything and to do with... And had nothing to do with But ben. that's what I'm saying. I think that you're... I th- I, mm. do you, are, are, Go do ahead. I ha- tell me why. Are, are you intrigued? A little bit. All right. I'm, I've got two audio clips for you. All right. I'm sorry. Two audio clips for you. <laughs> the iWife. I'm sorry. The iWife. For the app. My iWife yeah. pen. Anyway. Okay. Um, sorry, so, go ahead. so here's audio clip number one. Richard. You, yeah. Richard loses his faith. Right. And I, Jack finds it. And here's the thing. I want you to listen to the words that Richard says and tell me if this does not. And I was talking with, you know, our friend Daryl from over at Mordell.com. 
uh, wonderful sponsors of our Family from the Heart podcast, which, by the way, you can listen to at familyfromtheheart.com. We invite you to come check that out uh, if you haven't already. Uh, eventually, that will be a household name throughout the world. Okay. But anyway, okay. back on track, back on track here. Uh, so anyway, I was talking with Daryl and he agreed. He and I were, were chatting as we were discussing the renewal of the family from the heart sponsorship contract, which thank you, Mardell.com. Uh, but anyway, he, he and I were both talking about this and we're on the same page on this one. If you listen to the words that Richard speaks to Jack, is this or is this not conversations that we have had at times about our faith in Christ, and, or have we not heard this from some of our friends who have experienced a life devoted to Christ? Or if you think about this, what about how the, you know, when we read in the New Testament about the disciples and their faith and their relationship with Christ and, hey, I have a plan and, you know, in three days, you know, this, we're going to, the, this church will be knocked down in three days. You know, I've got a plan for you and all this other stuff. Listen to this and think about this about how the disciples must have felt after they learned that their leader had just been killed. All right? So then listen to this. He's opening up a crate of dynamite, and he said he wanted to kill himself. I can't kill myself. What? Even if I wanted to. Trust me, I do. I can't kill myself, which is why I want you to do it for me. What are you talking about? What I'm talking about, Jack, is that... Jacob touched me. And when Jacob touches you, well, it's considered a gift. It's not a gift at all. It's a curse. Dude! Seriously, let's go now! Why do you want to die? I devoted my life longer than you can possibly imagine in service of a man who told me that everything was happening for a reason, that he had a plan plan that I was a part of and when the time was right that he'd share it with me and now that man's gone so why do I want to die because I just found out my entire life had no purpose now if I light this myself it won't work but you can light it for me Jack I made the fuse long enough so you'll have time to get out Jack please tell me you're not actually considering this he wants to die there's nothing we're going to do to stop him Thank you. Now. And it's commercial break time. So anyway, so there you go. Did you hear the words that he shares? Absolutely. This man I devoted my life to. You know, and, and the disciples, I, we left everything. We have nothing to turn back to. We left everything we had, everything we knew to follow you. And then here they are after, you know, in, I mean, this. So this, what you're saying is that that um, that Richard's faith was small to begin with. No. I'm, yes, because. Yes, because. OK. OK. So he's devoted his entire life to following this man who who had a purpose, who who had a plan. That doesn't mean that his plan is over. That doesn't mean that he's finished. This may be part of his plan. You just don't know it. Yes. 
I, I would argue that his faith wasn't small, but this is certainly uh, he had faith, but he had faith in something that it, was going to happen alongside Jacob, much in the same way that the disciples assumed that, you know, the the, the coming of the kingdom of heaven would happen, you know, in their in in their lifetime and in right. and see they would be able to sit beside. I mean, they were fighting about who's going to sit at his right hand and and all this other stuff It's like, dude, we're going to do this thing. And and it's like, surely you're not going to be arrested and crucified. No, we I would. But he let told him they were. But but OK, he did. Right. I understand. But I, I know uh, what you you're see, saying. Okay, so, so I'm just saying that what what I found here he is just that doesn't see the big picture. Exactly. He, he his faith may not be small, but he is small. Well, aren't we all? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That's the point that I'm making. But what I'm saying is that what he says, what he says here, is much like the way that we oftentimes feel. We feel, you know, we place all of our faith in God. For you know, we we believe that there's this plan. We believe that there's this purpose. Uh, that there's meaning to our life. And then all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, you know, um, something terrible happens in our lives, something critical, you know, whether we lose a loved one, uh, whether we're diagnosed with an illness, whether, you know, whatever the, the, the case may be, isn't this how we sometimes feel in our lives? And, and I, I'm just saying that, that, that I really felt like, wow, you know, and I don't think that necessarily. He, well, obviously, at that moment, his faith had been shaken, and it's much. It reminds me of uh, was it Peter who denied Jesus three times? Mm-hmm. I, I never knew this guy. Right. You know, and then just that scene reminds me of the story of the disciples, and it reminds me of of my own faith at times. My faith gets rocked from time to time. Sometimes I'm like, why bother? You know, and and so I just wanted to say that I really, really like that, but. I will tell you that my the reason that was part one of why this is my favorite episode all time. Okay, had part one had everything to do with Richard. Part two had everything to do with the man. I I will tell you that I never thought in a billion years would ever add to any reason why I would love Lost. And my friend Jack delivered by far the best line of lost. I, I don't know if they could even potential. I don't even think there's potential for them to, to beat my favorite line of lost at all of all time so far. And it is, of course, this your, your number two is my favorite part of the episode. Um, while I do give high credits to, to Michael Emerson and the story of Ben, which was, I can't even believe I'm going to say this beautiful. Um, And I loved it. But this was my favorite part because I have always liked Jack. Do I think he does stupid things? Absolutely. Do I think he's a moron sometimes more than you know? But I have always liked Jack. Mm -hmm. And this was like, this is why I like Jack. This is a guy who from season one, episode one, has been a man of reason, which there is nothing. I do not believe that. I I so believe that it is possible to be a man of reason and a man of faith at the same time. They are not mutually exclusive, as some might argue. Right. I believe it is possible to be both. And and Jack has struggled with that his entire time. And now I think he's been struggled with that his entire life. Exactly. I think that's what we've seen from him. Mm-hmm. And then we get this. And my favorite line is at the end of this clip. Jack, dude, we gotta go. Guy's crazy, and I know crazy. Hurley, go ahead. We'll be all right. Dude, you're gonna blow up. Gotta talk to him, Hurley. Just go. No, I'm not going without you. Hurley, I'll be fine. 
and you change your mind, I'll be like a mile away. You should go with him, Jack. No, Richard, no, I shouldn't. And you're gonna die. Actually, I don't think either one of us is gonna die. What makes you think that? I just came from a lighthouse where my name was etched in wood on a dial that turned a mirror that somehow reflected the image of the house that I grew up in. Jacob's lighthouse. He got Hurley to bring me out there because he wanted me to see what was reflected in that mirror. For some reason, he wanted me to know that he had been watching me ever since I was a kid. Why? I have no idea why. But I'm willing to bet you that if Jacob went to that trouble, that he brought me to this island for a reason, and it's not to blow up sitting here with you right now. That's a pretty big risk you're taking, Jack. Yes. What if you're wrong? I'm not. Another stick. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you want to try another stick? Oh, I love that. I'm not. I'm sorry, writers of Lost. Good try. Try. I mean, it, it, you might as well even give it up. I mean, dude, you you gave us the best line ever, in my opinion. It was. It was. I love that change in him. Yes, I really do. The, and I think that that is what's going to take us on into these last nine episodes. It's as if he wanted me to know that he's been watching me since I was a little child. You know, I don't think he would have gone through all the trouble to bring me to this Island, to bring me to to this place. Let me die here with you. Exactly. Absolutely. There is a purpose. There is a meaning and, and he has something in store for us. I love this. You want to try another stick? That my, I I think I, I think that I am actually going to put, I I, I think I may carve that into a piece of wood and put it (laughs) and put it on my wall. And every time I'm faced with some kind of unbelievable, insurmountable, you know, tragic thing in my life, I'm going to look up and see, you want to try another stick? Right. You know, cause I'm just going to keep pushing forward. Right. I love that line. I love that line. Um, Amanda from Michigan says, anyone else think Jack is the leading candidate? Oh, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I did something today that I never do. Uh Uh-oh. Ever. 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 I bought a magazine in the checkout at at the grocery store. Yes. Okay. Um, It happens to be the, the, this week's TV guide. And on the front of it is, um, see, it's Sawyer, Son, Jack and Saeed. Okay. And it says, feeling lost? Question mark. Who will inherit the island? We've got answers to your questions. Okay. So I pick it up and I buy it. And then I open to the page and it's got this big blue dot that says spoiler alert. Right. And I'm like, ooh, do I want to read this? I don't think I want to know spoilers. I don't know if I want to read this. And um, I did read it. I'm not feeling all that spoiled. Okay. okay. I, I'm not feeling overly spoiled. Um, actually, I'm not really feeling spoiled at all because at this point it's all speculation. Um, this article, what the, the research and the, the interviews and things were done before they filmed the first hour of the last episodes. Okay. Okay. And... Um, and so they're asking the asking the actors who they think 
are the leading candidates. You right. Know, who, who, and they don't even know yet. Right. All right. They, they don't even know yet. I would venture to say that they're going to film it several different ways and they'll never know until it airs. I believe they. I think they will. I, I believe that, that they will probably absolutely. film it as if each of the six are, are the, the leading, candidate. And, right. And, and they will not choose to let anybody know until they air right. the episode. Absolutely. And so it's very, very funny, but, um, Matthew Fox and Jorge Garcia think that Jack and Hurley are the two front runners, that, right. that it will be one of the two. And, and so it's just, it, it's kind of looking that way. Right. And can I read the poll? Yes, you can. TV guide. They did a poll of who, um, which candidate do you think should inherit the Island? All right. 32% of people said Sawyer. Whatever. 31 said Jack. 25, Hurley. Saeed, 7. Sun, 3. And Jen, 2. So, so Sy- Sawyer wins Sawyer, the poll? Sawyer wins the poll. Who are they polling? <laughs> I, I don't know. Dude, give me a break. Sawyer? So, so 32% sheriff of in town. the three people that they polled. <laughs> The three people that they pulled. Oh, my God. And um, No, I'm kidding. Obviously, it was a larger poll than that. But I did. Um, I did mark. A few it was probably all that, teenage women who like Sawyer without a shirt with a on. Shirt. <laughs> yeah. Somebody says it's a Give shirt. Me a guy. break. <laughs> exactly. Matter of fact, look at that in the chat room. The the what is it? What is that? The second class. It, it's yeah. the shirtless contingent. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, um. But Matthew Fox seems to think that it is going to be Hurley. Okay. And Jorge thinks that it that that Jack and Hurley are the front runners for the position. I, w- I would have to say that they're the front runners for for, for sure. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I do. I and, I really and Jack do. makes the most sense if you ask me because his son because Christian Shepherd I think. You know, has, he's got work to do. I think he's which got is work. totally not even from an episode. I know he's of got lost, work to do. But we're like so leaning on that, he's, so dependent on on the, that little clip. And we're talking, those, by the way, about a thing the called the yeah. They, they were called mobisodes. They were also the official name was missing pieces, and they gave us like seven different little mini clips uh, from the show. Well, well, uh, uh, with the cast from the show. I mean, this wasn't like this wasn't like those sprint commercial kind of things. <laughs> These were real, uh, written by the staff and the writers and stuff like that, and they were released. And there was this one where it kind of looked exactly like the situation where we see the very first pilot episode where Jack's laying down. Although that, it, if you can imagine the first five seconds of of the series. The first five seconds, that's the end of this Mobisode. The beginning of this Mobisode is Christian Shepherd calling for Vincent. He says, here, buddy. Now go, go, go get, no, go wake up, Jack. He's got work to do. My son. Or yeah, my son. Go wake up my son. He has work to do. Exactly. Absolutely. Can I say one more thing about sure the candidates? Yes. Um, and again, this is not spoiler. There's no spoiler. Okay. okay. Um, executive producer Carlton Cuse says he and fellow mastermind Damon Lindelof settled on this half dozen so they could focus on compelling, in quotations, characters without making the list completely predictable. And this is a quote. 
You shouldn't assume that just because someone isn't a candidate that they're completely out of the play for the future of the island. Oh, nice. So it's, I mean, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And then there is a whole page where they asked questions. And some of them are questions that we've been asking on the podcast and that people have been calling in and asking the entire time about um, the, the date on Claire's ultrasound in the beginning that's definitely um, a that's a that's a prop error no that's her due date they're calling that her due date oh okay on the got so, it okay. okay um which it may have been a prop error but they corrected it by calling it her due date all right fair enough <laughs> so, <laughs> on the on the official lost podcast they said it was a prop error this but. this says um lindelof clarifies actually that was her due date ah okay. so Nice one there, Linda. Yeah, nice. They're 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 cracking themselves. I like that. Um, There is there is the question of um, who is David's mother? All right. Yeah. To which the actress who plays Sarah, Julie Bowman, says it better be Sarah. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to want to know who he's been sleeping with. And um, it is that that's a that's a quote from her. Okay. In here, um. And the show that she is currently filming, Modern Family, um, is going to do some filming in Hawaii very soon. Really? Yeah. So she'll be that way. Interesting. If they wanted to use her, she'll be that way. It's got to be Sarah. Uh, And so anyway, there's just, there's just, there's a ton more questions. Not a ton, but there's a few more questions and and answers in here. And then, um, which aren't really answers. Right. Other than the due date thing, they're all speculation at answers. Which he's totally making that up. Or beating around the bush about it. And um, and then they said, if you go to the website, there's more there. Well, so, the, sh- the show this week. But did- I did it. I bought it and I, I read know. it. There you go. Well, hey, the, the the show says there are six candidates in this clip. I need to find my husband. Trust me, if anyone wants to find him, it's me. But I don't know where to look. Why do you want to find Jin? Because your last name is Quan. So is his. And I don't know whether I'm supposed to protect you, him, or both of you. Protect us? What are you talking about? Your candidates to replace Jacob. Replace him? To do what? If you're the one selected, I imagine you'll find out. Wait, you said candidates. How many are there? Six. There are only six left. So there you go. There are six left. Now, Jeff and Indy wrote in our our show notes thing here. He says, listen, Ileana says there are six candidates left, which we know that Ford, Kate, Jack, Hugo, and either or son or Jen uh, are our candidates. But who's the sixth? He's assuming that um, Saeed is out. He's assuming that Claire is out and assuming that Locke is out. Okay. Yeah. And you are shaking your head. No, no. Um, Hold on. Cause it says the six in here. Oh, okay. It, it does. Stephanie is now going to read to us a list of who the six <laughs> candidates are. And survey says... Well, that's them right there. It's Sawyer, Jack, Hurley, Saeed, Son, and Jen. All right. So say that again. Sawyer. Yes. Jack. Oh, so you're saying... So they're saying Saeed. Yeah, they're saying that Saeed. Yes, they're saying Saeed. 
That would be interesting. So I right. guess maybe he's okay, still Okay, here in. it is. Here it is. It says sitting on, um, let's see. Okay, so um, TV Guide Magazine has, be give, has been given an exclusive fireside pass for the opening scene of the March 23rd episode. Um, even Poseidon seems to sense that something major is about to go down because they were having record high winds or record high waves crashing out. Um, Anyway, sitting on stumps a few feet away are three of the six candidates, Hurley, Son, and Jack. And they're joined by Ben, Miles, Richard, um, Alana, and Frank. Okay. Elsewhere on the island, the recently revived Saeed, where else where else did it say the other anyway i don't remember but um three of them are hurley son and jack which we know right okay and then this poll is saying that the other three are sawyer saeed and jen gotcha okay so so yeah i i think which it says it somewhere else in this article too but i don't remember where i i think we all assume too much that that saeed's crossed over and is evil now but i am this article says something maybe not about that all right well that's what i'm saying i'm I'm not quite convinced and i have not read that article neither am i before i read the article and yeah gotcha all right so moving along here uh another interesting thing that jeff and indy uh wrote in uh, in my notes is uh something regarding this audio clip okay this isn't the life i wanted for you ben i wanted so much more i know I know. That's why I signed up for that damn Dharma initiative and took you to the island and they were decent people. Smarter than I'll ever be. Imagine how different our lives would have been if we'd stayed. There you go. Now he's saying, you know, as far as this side, you know, this flash sideways thing, uh, he says, you know, we knew that the island was underwater in 2004, but now we know that it wasn't in the 70s. But I, that made sense. I mean, that I just kind of assumed that since it was actually them blowing up the right in thing. the 70s. Yeah. That, that presumably had sunk it to begin with. Exactly. Because when you played that clip, when you were putting together the show notes, I said, well, if you would have stayed, you would have drowned. And you looked at me like <laughs> you're like, no, he got poisoned with gas. Right. Right. <laughs> Not in that alternate reality. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so so yeah, I think I think we knew that the island was there and that Ben would have been there at that point in time as a young boy and as a result of this big event happening, you know, they ended up having to all leave. So, before the island sank. Anyway, moving on to the next uh audio clip. This we kind of we kind of touched on this a little bit in the uh in the initial reaction, but I still thought it was a good audio clip. So, here you go. I remember that plane breaking in half like it was yesterday. You sound nostalgic. Maybe I am. You know, I was supposed to be flying it. Oceanic 815. And why didn't you? I overslept. Come on. Can you believe it? Imagine how different my life would be had that alarm gone off. How different would it have been? The island still got you in the end, didn't it? All right. I love Ben's matter-of-factness right there. He's yeah. Like, How different would it be? I mean, you're here now, aren't you? You know? Yep. You can't escape the, if the island wants you here. The island wants you That's here. That's right. You can't, you can't escape. You know? Anyway, uh, so basically, you know, there is one other audio clip from the episode that I have, and I saved this one for last. 
this one has everything to do with Ben, but not just Ben, but really Ileana. And again, this whole comes to what, Stephanie? Um, in the in the chat room, um, Sam says Lostpedia says that the candidates are Jackson, Jen, Hurley, Sawyer, and Saeed. Um, Locke was one, but he is dead. And um, see, ECJR eighty five says Alana said it's either son or Jen, not both. And actually, she said which she one, needs to know which, which one, one or I, both. Yeah. Which one of you should I protect or both? Yeah, so she even did. she doesn't know yeah. if it's both of them or not. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Got it. All right. So anyway, the the last audio clip has has everything to do with Ileana, and it goes again along with this. And we, and we talked about this one as well in the initial reaction. But a great um, line about um, Grace, and I think I saw Amanda in our chat room kind of mention this earlier. But this was another great uh, line. And, and yes, I loved the I loved this part. Yeah. I really did. What are you waiting for? I want to explain. Explain what? I want to explain that I know what you're feeling. No idea what I'm feeling. I watched my daughter Alex die in front of me. And it was my fault. I had a chance to save her. But I chose the island over her. All in the name of Jacob. I sacrificed everything for him. And he didn't even care. Yeah, I stabbed him. I was so angry, confused. I was terrified that I was about to lose the only thing that had ever mattered to me, my power. But the thing that really mattered was already gone. I'm sorry that I killed Jacob. I am. And I do not expect you to forgive me because I can never forgive myself. And what do you want? Just let me leave. Where will you go? To Locke. Because he's the only one that'll have me. I love you. All right, there you go. I love that part so much. Um, for and for so many reasons, for Ben to find that redemption, I, I, I mean, I really, I love that. It, it's aside from Charlie finding it, you know, what two, three seasons ago. Yeah, it, it really is my favorite. My favorite thing that's happened on the show and but then um alana's part where she where where she holds out the grace for ben when you know that that's hard for her to do you know Mm -hmm. because he has taken away the the one thing that she had complete faith in and she she holds out grace for him anyway yes because it is it is not about her and I love that. I do too. I love it is so hard as people to extend forgiveness. Ex- absolutely. Absolutely. It's beautiful. I love it. Anyway. Grace is all about unmerited favor. Absolutely. And absolutely loved it. Anyway, we have uh two phone calls from Dave in Pittsburgh, and so here is his first call. Hi, this is Dave from Pittsburgh calling in to the weekly lost uh podcast 
And I just I'm calling in after the uh, the latest episode, um, and I just have to say I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm usually more into the mystery and getting answers, but Ben's whole character development in this episode has me thinking this is my definitely my favorite episode yet. And you know I love how this episode and the past one with Saeed they kind of mirror each other. The two groups are kind of juxtaposed against each other as well as the you know Saeed and and Ben. Um, one uh, guy you know Saeed fails to overcome his demons and the other finally repents and sees what is important. Um, one group is made up of people hoping Locke will get them what they want, like Saeed wants something, Claire wants something. The other group actually sees what's truly important. And, uh, you know, I also thought the slow motion sequence um, at each end of each episode, you know, was an interesting comparison. One's filled with death and darkness and that freaky music, while the other one is filled with water and light and people embracing each other. And so I think this is going to be like the heart of the season, maybe even in the series. Um, Everything else is going to kind of hinge on that, on these two episodes, possibly, um, is, is kind of the main focus of the of the season. Maybe even the whole the whole uh, series. Who knows? Um, but I also like how those those folks in Jacob's camp aren't portrayed as having an easy time. Uh, they have doubts. They uh, you know highlighted by Richard Alpert. But despite those doubts, they band together. They encourage one another and rely on one another. You know, it's a tough thing, but it, you know they're making it. So it's it's you know kind of realistic in some ways. As, as much as lost can be realistic. But <laughs> anyway, thanks. Great episode, uh, and thanks for the awesome podcasts. Thank Bye. you. Thank you so much, Dave. Can you imagine anybody would ever say that lost is somewhat realistic? I think the relationships are absolutely realistic. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I, and yeah, okay. That's all. That's it. Fair enough. Hey, uh, we, well, we, you know what? I, I think it, I, you know, I think it's kind of cool because he actually says that, you know, this was one of his. He thinks this could be his favorite episode, also. It, well, it's great, and I love what he was saying about the contrast between the end of Sundown and the end of Doctor Linus. It really was be, only because he pointed out to me, did I see it, that you know they really were polar opposites and mm-hmm. very significant. I think absolutely. All right, you know what? He called in another clip uh, or piece of feedback, and this is Dave in Pittsburgh again. Hi, this is Dave from Pittsburgh, and I'm calling for the Weekly Lost podcast. And um, just a quick observation about um, how Ben was possibly going to gain power at the uh, at the school by uh, by bribing or turning in the principal for uh, for some alleged act or for some activities. Um, extramarital activities at the school grounds. Maybe a little parallel to how he got Woodmore off the island for his uh, activities off-island um, with having a family off-island. I don't know if there was some extramarital thing going on. I don't know how his relationship with Hawkins uh, was related there. But, you know, maybe a little parallel. Just a thought. Thanks. Love the podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Uh, so, Stephanie, what do you think about that? Um, I hadn't thought about that because I didn't remember why Woodmore had to leave the island. <laughs> I, well, that's what, uh, you know, he's he's actually oh, speculating. Oh, is he speculating? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's wondering, is this a possible parallel? Is it a possible? Okay. I think it might be reading a little bit much into it, but you know what? But I'll still say 
It's an interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. I think maybe we'll get a little see, knowing that we saw Widmore at the end uh, and that he's coming back to the island. Perhaps we'll find out why he had to leave the island. And uh, who knows? I think Dave might be exactly right. And uh, we'll find out that maybe he did have something that strangely parallels exactly what happened with that principle. All that right. would be cool. But I, I, for me, I like parallels. Well, the thing is, is I, I think we already saw the parallel and the play for the principle. Uh, you know, the, the whole um, the whole play for power there is what it was. Right. And he even said, you know, I, I you know, I, I gave up everything for this island for the for the one thing I, I that thought was, was most important. Exactly. And it was my power. And I right. get and I gave up my own daughter. And the parallel there is would he give up Alex in this other reality for the play for what? To become principal? Right. Which was, of course, the only power. thing he thought that would matter, which was his power. Right. So I think that that really was the extent of the parallel there. But still, Dave, I just want to say thanks for calling in and giving us something to think about. And if you're right, then I'll be excited for you. Almost as well, no, quite not quite nearly as excited as I, I'm going to be when I see Thomas in the finale. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, moving on to Amy, our great friend in Chattanooga. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Amy Wright from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm calling for the Lost Podcast. And I was calling, it's not really a theory, I guess it's more of a kind of a question and something to think about, was that I was thinking about that really there were two different timelines on the island in the three years that Sawyer and Juliet were on the island from 74 to 77. But then we also had people on the same island at the same time, but they were living in 2004 to 2007. And if you notice, really, Claire was stuck in the 2004 to 2007 for her to have built that whole little thing she was living in out there in the middle of the jungle. So my question is just I wonder why she got stuck in that timeline, but they all got stuck in the other timeline. Was she at the temple when all the flashes occurred and maybe if you're at the temple you don't get flashed around um just kind of some questions things to think about just kind of wondering um so anyways just um wonder what you guys think um plus now we haven't seen rose and bernard in the 2007 timeline um once we've all caught, you know, everybody's caught back up. But my other thing is I'm just, I'm still not, I'm still not convinced we're in 2007 um, because last year they were so determined to show us we were in 74, 77, and 2007 to show us the years that they haven't showed us the years. So I just wonder if on the island, if they really are caught up in 2007 or maybe they're up to 2009 or 2010. I don't know. I'm just wondering um, if that's another thing we should be concerned. They've not really told us what year we're on or what year we're in on the island. So anyways, just my thoughts about some of the last few episodes. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, Amy, thank you so much. Now, I had to actually go back and listen to her feedback for a little bit okay. for her first well, I question. Think that they, I think they showed, well, okay, for her first question. Her first question was, you know, why didn't she flash, seemingly flash back and forth? And I she's it, talking it about Claire. Be, right. I think it would be the influence of Smokey already because 
she disappeared I think before she, they left the island. Yeah, I would be willing to say Claire That's died. That's why Kate. How are you going to say that? Because Smokey is now inhabiting. John, are you saying that he can inhabit more than one body at one oh, time? I don't know. And uh, no, okay. because Alana said this he's happened. trapped that way. Somebody said he's he's trapped it there now. Yeah. He changed before, but he can't now because he's trapped that way. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. I, yeah. I, I think that's a, I but think I think that's a that good... it would be the influence. Of, I mean, in my in, in my opinion, that it would be the influence of if they had been friends already, or you know. Well, she seemingly was at the at the temple though, because they said, you know, we've we've done this before. We yes, and stuff but, like that. So I I think maybe that's the best example is is that if you're in the temple, then you don't flash around. Okay. And that's why she was, you know, when they started flashing. She stayed behind. And then, of course, when she went out to the jungle and stuff like that, she had that three years to get all crazy and and build that that little hut that she had. OK. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. All right. It does. Anyway, not convinced that you're in 2007. I, I think I, that because they've caught up with Ben and Son and Lapidus, it's assumed that they're in 2007. That's what I think is that we're assuming 2007. I think okay. it makes sense. But I can see how she'd question it, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you can question anything. Right. <laughs> I question I whether or not Hurley's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up now. All right. Hey, we got a call from Ed in South Carolina. Hey, this is Ed from South Carolina. Call up for the Weekly Logical Podcast. Um, I'm just going to amend what my previous posting was. You can delete that. I'm just going to keep some of what I said earlier. Um, Overall, I thought the episode was, was good. I did not care for the, uh, the flash sideways at all. Just, I don't, you know, I'm getting kind of tired with the flash sideways, and that it's mighty convenient that all of our cast members, and not just the plane, but everyone, lives in L.A. I just find that just highly convenient and just convenient for uh, storytelling. Um, so anyways, I... I, I hope that that gets a little better. Um, I'm kind of, with some of the news that we learned from the show. With I, I guess they're saying that Jacob or Block um, can promise you things and, and grant you wishes. You know, um, I, I I guess I'm thinking that these two sidelines are going to have to merge when the show ends, um, and that things will come true. Things will, I, I don't know. I just, there has to be a purpose for this flash sideways other than just, hey, look what could have happened. Um, so, anyways, um, I totally didn't get that that was Nadia. Um, I guess I just didn't remember what she looked like, but uh, I, I don't see the point of why she would have been with her brother. I just, uh, I mean, with Saeed's brother. Um, I don't think that was ever... I don't know if that was ever mentioned earlier when they did some other side stories. It was Nadia really good friends with the family and really good with her brother, with Saeed's brother. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you can help me out on that. Um, but I did enjoy the, uh, I guess, the, the fight between Dogen and Saeed as well as, um, I guess, the smoke monster attack. Um I just kind of wonder if Dogen is really dead uh, since he went into the healing pool, unless all the healing pool's properties have been used up. 
I know a lot of people are saying that they think that the smoke smoke monster healed Saeed. But if he couldn't get into the temple, how did he do that? Another big question. Um, so, I don't know. Dogen's just too interesting of a character that um, I hate for them to kind of get rid of him so soon. Um, but anyways, um, enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Ed, thank you so much. Yeah, I did not care about the uh, Saeed backstory myself. And the one thing I will say is is that the uh, the whole, you know, seeing um, Jin in the locker, that, that, was, that was the one thing that really just went over the top for me. But just saying. Anyway. Just saying. Well, but a couple of things um, that I was thinking about while I was listening is the number one, they didn't all live in Los Angeles. Um, Claire lives in Australia. She was there too. Yes. Give her baby up for adoption. Um, so they, they don't all live in, and I'm pretty sure Sawyer just kind of moves around all the time and yeah. Kate's on the run. So yeah, they don't all live in Los Angeles. I think the idea here is that they're just showing that these people, their lives are, are meant to intersect. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And second, but anyway, the, that was the first thing that I thought of when, um, now Kate, may have connections in LA or and and Sawyer as well. Um but that was the first thing that I thought when he said that was I was like they don't all live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um they were all moving about. And um the other thing was um wasn't Saeed and Nadia they were childhood friends. Yes. And then grew yeah. into Yes. Loving each other, being in love with each other. So, and he even said to her, I don't deserve you. And that's why he pushed her toward his brother. Right. So, so that is what happened in that situation in the flash sideways. Well, there you go. All right. So we have another call. This one is actually from Hannah and she just wanted to say that she liked an episode, I believe. So let me play that. Hi, Chris and Stephanie. This is Hannah from Portland. And Whoa, I just finished watching Dr. Linus, and I just loved it. It was, like, amazing. And I can't even tell you why. I mean, it's just, I feel really awesome after watching it. I'm going to have to go back and watch it definitely again, and I'll probably be able to pinpoint some stuff. Um, but the Flash Sideways episode were awesome. I think that was my favorite part, was watching, you know, Ben as the history teacher. Um well, that's really all I have to say now, but I'm definitely looking forward to the discussion at gspn.tv forums, um, and I'm excited to listen to your podcast. Thanks. Bye. Hannah, thank you so much. And sorry, I pronounced it Hannah before, but it's Hannah. Anyway, thank you for calling in. And, uh, you know, I would say that that of all the episodes ever, the you know, it, you know, given all the flashbacks, you know, there have been some that were really good. Uh, of the flash sideways, definitely this by far was the best so far. Uh, and I agree that it this is one where the flash sideways was just as interesting and entertaining as what's happening on the island. And I've always been an island guy myself. So I uh, definitely agree with you. Great episode. All right. So uh, final phone call that came in and Matt Anderson, I think I may have to disagree with this. Hello, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Matt Anderson from The Lost Report calling from Minnesota about the weekly Lost podcast. Uh, this week, after seeing the episode Dr. Linus and having Richard reference uh, for a little while, uh, he wanted to go and die, and then he headed off to the Black Rock. 
So it uh, got me thinking that the Black Rock must be the only place on the island that Richard can die. reason I think this is because he made a point of saying he hadn't been back there uh, in the whole time he's been on the island since he left there. I would probably think if I didn't want to die and I knew that this place was the only place I could die, I'd probably stay away from there. So I'm guessing Black Rock or something inside the Black Rock is the only thing that can kill Richard as long as somebody else does it. So that's what I think about uh, Richard. What do you guys think about that? Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, Matt, thank you for calling in. And since you asked what I think about it, I will say that I disagree I think that probably the reason why Richard has not wanted to go back there is because he, he went, you know, it, it was reminding him of Where, a past that he does not want to be reminded of. Absolutely. And that how know, he got there. Exactly. He was of in, who he was of who he was. Why was he in chains? Those kind of things. Um, and I think the reason why he finally did go back is because now for the first time since he's met Jacob and since he has, um, he wants to die. He 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 basically wants he to wants die. He wants to end his life. And he is going back to the place where he maybe first met Jacob, I don't know. Uh but he has lost faith in Jacob and there's he also knows that there is if I were to be able to die, and I think that his thinking was I can't I can't kill myself, but uh, but I need somebody to help me and that's why he went out met Jack and Hurley in the woods and ask them to come and hoping that Jack would help. And how could Jack help? Well, perhaps if Jack was to light some dynamite and leave, this might help. See, I, I thought it was a more, I have nowhere else to go. Yeah. That's why he went back to the Black Rock. Well, he said he went back to die. Yeah, but, okay, but he has, he can't, you know, they're, they're not living over in Dharmaville anymore. They're not all camped out at the temple because they were all at the temple before because Ben sent them there. Right. right. I think that it was, I have nowhere else to go. Right. I'll go here where I came from, where there might actually be some dynamite laying around, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so I, I always thought, or not always, but since last Tuesday, <laughs> I thought it was, I had nowhere else to go kind of thing. Right. And, and I, and I, my, my thinking here is that, you know, it, the, the, the Black Rock was the last place he ever wanted to go because that reminded him as before his life devoted to Jacob. Right. Okay. So any, anything prior to anything to do with the Black Rock reminded him that he was somebody else prior to his devotion to a life devoted to Jacob. And now that he's lost, um, the island represents everything that was the promise of Jacob. And now that that is gone, he doesn't want anything to do with this island ever again. Nothing more. He wants to go back to his old life and he wants to just die like he should have so many years ago. And where do you go when you're thinking about those kind of things? You go back to something that takes you back to and connects you to a life before that wretched man that you no longer have faith in. That's my thinking. Okay. I think he has faith again, though. I think he does have faith again, Jack obviously. Him. Yes, indeed. Very awesome stuff. But Matt, thank you for calling in. And uh, I have a little bit of an announcement here. Uh, this comes from a friend of mine. His name is uh, Orion, but uh, he goes by Big O. And some of you who listen to multiple Lost Podcasts, which you know who you are. Seriously, those of you who are listening to five or more Lost Podcasts a week, 
you know who you are. You need uh, therapy. You two need therapy. Or will come June. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen to two episodes of Cliff and Stephanie, you might need therapy as well. But anyway, uh, so let's now, see Now, not, not in June. Big O <laughs> like writes this. He says, hey, I've got some news uh, that I'm pretty excited about and I wanted to share with everyone. In addition to be a loss, in addition, yeah, easy for me to say. Would you like me to read no, it? No, I got it. In addition to being a lost podcaster, I also am a developer and recently got into iPhone development. I've been hard at work the last couple of weeks making a lost application for the iPhone. I'm very pleased to announce that uh, announce Lost Answers, a trivia game for the iPhone. There are two categories of trivia, the smoke monster and the swan station. And I'm working on more categories to be added soon in future updates. It has gone. It has just gone on sale today for ninety nine cents in the app store, and I would love any help in getting the word out about it. And uh, he wanted to get the app out as soon as possible before the season ends. Uh, so he developed this rapidly. I wouldn't be surprised if there's maybe a possible bug or two, or even a typo, uh, and errors in the questions. However, please let him know if there's anything like that you come across and you can get it fixed in the next update. Anyway, folks, I have created a special link where if you're interested in this, you can just type into this address into your browser and you can grab this gspn.tv forward slash lost app. That's gspn.tv forward slash lost app. And that will take you right into the, uh, the app store where you can purchase that for 99 cents. And uh, Big O, congratulations on putting that out there. I have not yet seen it myself yet, but I plan on taking a look at it very soon. So very cool. Mm-hmm. Also, want to let you know that if you go to this address and oh, this, I should have created another link for this. But anyway, if you go to gspn.tv forward slash what episode is this? 238. Mm-hmm. If you go to uh, gspn.tv forward slash lost 238. That's going to take you to the show notes today. And this link is there. It's uh, HTTP colon slash slash lost hyphen promo hyphen contest dot ABC dot go dot com. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You, you, you would think you would just have lost dot com or lost show dot com slash promo. But anyway, they have this promo contest where you can actually put your video editing skills to the test They give you clips, video clips from the show, audio clips from the show, and other things. And you can actually make a promo. And if your promo wins, you get some kind of special stuff. So nifty. Anyway, check that out. And hey, before we go to our last segment, which is, of course, coming up on Lost, I do want to mention uh, and just let you know that if you're only listening to the Weekly Lost podcast here at gspn.tv, we have lots of other shows. And we want to encourage you to check out Family from the heart.com. If you just, I mean, seriously, you're listening to Cliff and Stephanie two hours, you know, every week anyway, or at least two episodes a week every week. Why not just add another episode each week of Cliff and Stephanie and hear what's going on in our thoughts related to family issues at family from the heart.com. And with that, my friends, it's now time for you who do not like spoilers to take off your headphones because. Don't you want to know? This is Lost Away Bonnie from Lost.about.com with this week's Lost Preview. The next episode is called Recon and will be on this Tuesday at 9 p.m. on ABC. 
ABC Synopsis reads, Locke tasks Sawyer with a mission. We haven't seen Sawyer in a while, so it will be good to see him again. We'll also get to see some of the people who are following the fake Locke, or at least Cindy and the kids. Another familiar face will be Liam Pace, Charlie's brother. I imagine we'll see him in the Flash Sideways. I'm not sure who the Flash Sideways follows, but unfortunately, it doesn't look like Charlie is going to appear in the episode. But we are going to see Charlotte Lewis, who died during the Flashes through time, and I so hope she's doing well in the Flash Sideways. And the last episode left off with Charles just offshore the island. We'll see more of him, too. I'm not sure how much, if any, of Richard will get this week, but next week, we're going to finally get his backstory. Look for a few questions answered this week and lots answered next week. For more information, read my recon guide and preview. This is Lost Away Bonnie Koval for GSPN's Weekly Lost Podcast and Lost.about.com. All right, folks, there you go. That's what's coming up on Lost and Out. For those of you who are still sticking around, head over to gspn.tv forward slash Lost Party right now. Seriously. Don't delay. We we need to see you guys uh, coming out to the party. That is gspn.tv slash lost party. Hey, did we miss something? Is there something you thought we should have brought up today in this episode? Why not give us a call? 859-795-4067. That's 859-795-4067. Stephanie, is there anything else you wanted to say? So I just remembered how I knew that they were the six. Yes. Candidates. They're pictured on different. <laughs> <laughs> Who will inherit the island? And but it's I got it six people's in, pictures. It's got six people's pictures. And they're the six that we already said. So There anyway. you go. Anyway. Thank I had you. it folded in half and I couldn't see. Yeah. Way. Awesome stuff. Hey, we just uh, want to say thank you to everybody. And uh, we look forward to seeing many of you uh, in our lost uh, party here in Northern Kentucky. Get lost with Cliff and Stephanie. And not just us. This is the cool thing. You know, some people have asked Stephanie, you know, like in our, in, you know, people here locally, they say, oh my gosh, people would travel that far just to watch the TV show with you guys? Nope. nope. People will come that far just to see you guys? Nope. Nope. It's a little bit of everything. It's it's a little bit, you know, there's obviously the TV show is a draw. I, I guess maybe coming and seeing Cliff and Stephanie is a little bit of a draw. I have Whatever. no idea. <laughs> but I'll tell you what it is. I tell people, people come here because of the friendships and the community of people that is gspn.tv. And so, folks, if you have never, ever participated in a live gspn.tv community event, come to this one. It is going to be amazing. And so, again, gspn.tv forward slash lost party. Until next time, everybody, join the community and... Stay lost. Stay lost.